This is the qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified with Ryan Huff. Hey, what's going on, Qualified Family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always. And welcome back to the Qualified, where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Y'all, we have yet another incredible, impactful, purposeful, awesome, jam-packed with wisdom (laughs) episode for you again today. Uh, Before we get rolling into that, y'all, if you're new to the qualified, first of all, thank you so much for listening. And if you're not new, welcome back. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Um, I really appreciate and value it so much. Y'all, the reason this podcast is called The Qualified is because I believe we are all qualified to make a difference with this beautiful gift of life that we've been given. However, there is a massive difference between having potential and actually going out there and doing something with it, right? That's why in this show, we discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life, as well as things of inspiring guests that they've done in theirs that have helped to make a change. Because here's what I can promise you. And this is a quote, one of my all-time favorite quotes uh, from a man that I, you know, listened to a lot of his content, really recommend. Um, It might not be for everyone. It's a little strong, uh, but it's really, really good. It's a man by the name of Andy Frisella. He says, it is impossible for you to feel great about yourself when you're not performing at the level that you know you're capable of performing at. You know, whether that be in your body, whether that be in your relationships, in your spirituality, um, your finances, career, whatever it may be, if you know it's not as good as you know it could be, right? If you're leaving potential on the table and you're not showing up as consistently as you know you should, you're not exercising discipline like you know you should be. If you're not staying patient, you're wanting it now, so you're taking shortcuts to get there and you're trying to skirt the work, right? It's gonna be impossible for you to feel great about yourself because you're not doing the things that are required for you to get to where you wanna be. And here's one of the most satisfying parts and one of the really keys to happiness is doing the work. Whenever you're showing up on a consistent basis, you're working towards living the qualified life, the life that you were put on this earth to live, you're going to be fulfilled, you're going to have a life of purpose, and you're also going to make this world better because you are here, right? Because as you become better, the world around you becomes better. If I want to see change on the outside, bro, it's going to start with me. It's going to start with changing my inside first. So that is what we aim to accomplish with this with this show, right? We want to discuss things that are going to impact your life in a positive way. And my hope is that you use the information that's given though, right? Knowledge by itself is not enough. Knowledge is only potential power. So something stands out to you, you like it, use it. All right. Secondly, I got to ask that since we do not run ads, right? We're not, we don't run ads in the show. It's totally free. I, I would ask that you please leave a five star review for us on iTunes. If you're listening to it, if you feel we're worthy of that, right? If you don't feel like, you know, that we're, that the, you know, the content kind of sucked and it's not five star worthy and don't leave a review, right? But if you did enjoy it, leave a five star review, but also share it out with at least one person it helps us grow the show, helps us make more of a difference. And speaking of making a difference, Qualified Apparel is an incredible company that I started where we feed families in America through selling apparel. Every item that we sell, every one item we sell, I should say, provides 20 meals for families in America via our giving to Feeding America. So if you want to learn more about that and make even more of a difference, change lives and inspire more happiness, I encourage you to check that out as well. Y'all, so today is a probably a really quick episode. I say quick, I put that in uh, quotations. I'm known to be being long-winded. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but the title of this podcast is going to be somewhere along the lines of stop throwing in the towel so quickly. Um, stop quitting so fast or whatever. It's going to be somewhere along the lines of that. 
You know, there's a lot of parallels um, in what I do with running and in regards to life itself. Um, I'm a runner. I love running. It's one of my favorite pastimes, quite frankly. Like, actually, today is Sunday, uh, the 23rd of May. Jeez, dude, we're almost halfway through this year already. It's, it seems like it always turns out that way, man. Like, the year goes amazing, and uh, <laughs> it's just like time just ends up flying past. It's wild. But anyway, so May 23rd. I uh, had a uh, long run this morning. I did 20 miles uh, this morning. I'm, I'm working uh, to qualify for the Boston Marathon, right? So anyways, did that long run this morning. Um, didn't have the greatest of nutrition yesterday as far as like just quantity wise. Um, quality was good, but quantity, I just didn't have enough, didn't have enough water. So I, I was so confident I could have a good run, uh, but knew that I wasn't so sure on, on how hard I would be able to push. So uh, my workout today was was intended to be, um, what is it? Uh, oh gosh, uh, two miles easy of a warm up, And then we had 30 minutes pushing, I, um, aiming to keep the pace under 655 per mile pace. Uh, and then, um, then it was a five minute easy. So a little bit of walk, but an easy pace running. And then after that, it was 20 minutes at a, trying to keep it under 645 pace, five minutes easy yet again. And then another 20 minutes trying to keep it under 655 and then five minutes easy. And then the intent was to do 10 minutes, um, as hard as we could, uh, for or hard as we could at keeping it around 610, 620 or less for that last 10 minutes. And then easy pace, the, uh, steady pace, I should say the rest of the time, um, so anyways, it's going well. It actually ended up being a lot better than expected. And uh, But one of the things, and this is a point of reason why I want to encourage you guys, whenever I first start running, it's like it happens every single time. Uh, the first like couple of miles will just, uh, will just be tough, man. Like it'll be difficult for me to breathe basically because why? Cause my body is warming up. Right. And it'll just be really difficult for me to hold the pace that I want to hold. And I start casting doubt on my ability to go out and then have a great run. Right. But I have to remind myself that, Hey, keep running, keep pushing it will get better. Why? Because you've been here before and you know it always will get better. And mind you, if I hadn't been there before, it wouldn't, it would behoove me to keep pushing anyways. Why? Because what's on the other side of, what's on the other side of this unknown, right? I don't know how good it's going to go, but I'll never find out if I quit too quickly, you know? So that's what I want to encourage you with. Stop throwing in the towel so quickly. You know, so many people, they, you know, they, they find, like, it's like you might've heard in my uh, most recent, uh, one of my recent podcasts talking about, we don't accept participation trophies, I think was the title of it. And uh, we're not, kind of went off on that one. But one of the things I mentioned in that, in that, in that, in that episode was so many of us don't even give ourselves the opportunity. Don't even give ourselves a chance of even stepping on the starting line, right? And but there's an amazing quote by uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Says has a has a poem called "The Man in the Arena," and it's dude, it's one of my favorite all time, all the time favorites. Uh, just just sayings, and it says, "It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better." Now the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. 
who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be among those cold and timid souls who neither knew victory, who neither know victory nor defeat." And you guys, there's so many of you who are listening right now, myself included, have been there before working on becoming better at this as well, is you've got to stop quitting at the first sign of adversity. You've got to stop throwing in the towel at the first sign of it getting hard. Y'all, newsflash, life is going to be hard. Life is going to suck. It's going to kick you square in the face, punch you in the gut. It is not, it's going to be very unforgiving. It's going to be very hard. It's going to be very difficult. It's not going to be fair. There's going to be people that are going to have better opportunities than you. There's going to be people that are going to work harder than you have been working. There's going to be people who are going to stay consistent more than you and therefore get better results than you have. There's going to be people that are going to be given things that they probably didn't deserve, but it doesn't matter because why? Because that's life. Life isn't fair. Life isn't always the way that you think it should be. But here's the thing. The fact that you do have a life is a beautiful gift in itself. And then the fact as well that you have a life that you can then control by controlling your mindset That is a huge gift. But here's the thing, y'all. You will never know how sweet it is, how amazing it is, how rewarding it is to achieve a goal after going through the adversities, after going through the hard times, if you consistently keep quitting whenever the first sign of adversity comes. You know, I'm actually reaching in the back. I'm sitting in my car right now, by the way, uh, recording this. I'm not driving. I'm just, uh, just got out of church. And so recording this episode, but there's a uh, part that I wanted to pull up uh, that really personifies the whole adversity thing. And And hopefully it will give you a different perspective on it. It says adversity forces one to recognize the need for intelligence not available except from sources outside of one's own mind. Adversity breaks old habits of thought and gives one an opportunity to form new habits. Therefore, it may therefore it may serve to break the the, the hold of hypnotic of hypnotic rhythm, which is something that just keeps you in the same in the same um, rhythm of doing things, right? And changes operation from negative to positive ends. And there's a question that goes: What, what is the greatest benefit one may receive through adversity? And the answer says the greatest benefit of adversity is that it may and generally does force one to change one's thought habits, thus breaking and redirecting the force of hypnotic of hypnotic rhythm. And then you know, there's another question that goes on. It says, in other words, failure always is a blessing when it forces one to acquire knowledge or to build habits that lead to the achievement of one's major purpose in life. Is that correct? Then the answer is the affirmative. But like, y'all, you've got to realize that if you want to stop quitting at the first sign of adversity, if you want to go through and be more empowered through the hard things that life is going to inevitably give you, you've got to stop quitting whenever it gets hard. You've got to figure out, find a way to break through, find a way to learn a lesson through the adversity and find a way to make it happen when you don't want to make it happen, when it would be easier to throw in the towel and just quit, even though you finally got the courage to start, but then you just throw in the towel and quit. Dude, you're better than that. You're stronger than that, but you've got to stop quitting whenever the adversity comes. And you, there's another, dude, there's another great, um, great uh, piece of advice to this. 
if you found find yourself doing the same thing over and over again, you've got to change your habits. You've got to change your influences because the things you're allowing yourself to be influenced by are going to give you the same result over and over again, right? And you've got to start changing the way you think because, dude, if you're constantly thinking the same way, you're going to consistently be thwarting your efforts the more that you try to break through, right? So the main thing with this episode, you guys, is you've got to quit quitting on yourself. Quit quitting. You've got to stop quitting on yourself at the first sign of adversity. You know, at the first sign of it getting hard. It, it, let me put it to you this way. If you're a young woman right now that wants to get married, if you're a young man right now that wants to get married, you're an older person that wants to get married, whatever, right? And... <laughs> You quit right now. You're not. Let's just say you're not married just yet. But you quit currently at the first sign of adversity, right? Like, let's say, for instance, you finally got the courage to start start your own business and you did it. Congrats, right? And you went out there and you started your own company and you did it, right? But then no one else was no one was buying the product and people were talking bad about it and they were laughing at you and scoring you and putting you down and making fun of you and blah blah blah, and you met that adversity and instead of doubling down on making calls, instead of doubling down on sending emails, instead of going and visiting more businesses to get your product out there and to get more people you know, interested in it and buying it and such and getting excited about it and whatnot, you acquiesced and you gave in to what these people were saying about you. What, what good is that? In other words, so, so look at that example, right? You quit at the first sign of adversity. How do you think it's going to be any different if you then get into a relationship that, <laughs> that you know, once you get, let's just say, for instance, you go through and you get married, right? But then something happens where you and your spouse get into a get into an argument or some, some event happens where they hurt you, maybe intentionally or unintentionally. And are you just going to quit then too? I would say the answer is yes. Why? Because you've already shown what you're going to do at the first sign of adversity. How is this any different? How is this any different? You might say, well, it's, it's different because it's a relationship and I value it more. Wouldn't you already value your business that you started? I'm just saying it's like it's worth it's worth noting that how you do one thing is how you do everything. How you show up for other th- for some things if it's you know if it's taking care of your body, making sure you're staying disciplined and putting in the right foods so therefore you can perform better on certain days that you can have more energy, more vitality, your body can stay in good health and such. How you do that generally translate in how you show up to be a great employee. Do you do everything to honor God in what you do? Do you show up and do the best work that you can even though no one might ever give you credit for it? Even though no one might ever see you do it? How you do one thing is how you do everything, guys. And so if you're somehow thinking that, well, you know, I, I quit in my business every time. I never really gave it my best. But, you know, if I get married someday, that's going to be totally different. Really? I don't think it would be. How, how'd that diet plan go for you? The one that you wanted to, maybe you're wanting to do Whole30 or you want to do keto or whatever have you. Did you finish the whole program? Did you do it the entire way? What about you wanted to run a, you know, wanted to run a 5K, you wanted to, wanted to run a marathon or whatever have you, but it was raining one day, so you didn't get the training in. Or, you know, I, well, I had to go on vacation or I had, you know, I had a wedding that weekend and I couldn't train and blah, blah, blah. So then race day comes and you don't actually do the race. Really? So you're, you're telling me that based on your actions, because actions speak, right? Based on your actions, you're telling me that the past doesn't matter, but what I'm doing currently is, is, a, is a telling of what I'm going to do in the future? 
No, of course the past doesn't limit you and the past doesn't define you, right? You are, you are greater than your past. The past is a great teacher. The past can show you, especially if you've made huge mistakes, the past can show you what not to do from based on those failures that you've made. But it also is a good indication of future real world actions unless you choose to change something, right? If I'm, if, for instance, if I was, you know, consistently not working out, right? Let's just say, for instance, I'm consistently not working out and I've, you know, told people time and time again that I'm going to start working out, I'm going to start running, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm like, all right, today's the day, Monday's the day, I'm going to go out and do it. And then I, Monday comes, Monday comes and goes, I don't work out. And then my buddy asked me on you know, Monday or Tuesday, whichever is like, Hey man, how'd you work out? I go, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't do it, but you know what? Hey, I'm going to start working out next Monday. And then that Monday comes, same result. After a while, wouldn't you think that after Monday, after Monday, after Monday, that I didn't do the thing I was supposed to do? Wouldn't you think I'm like, all right, yeah, Ryan's full of crap. He's not going to do what he's going to do. So the same thing is true, man. You've got to set the, the standard for yourself that has says, hey, I don't care how hard it's going, how hard it is, how hard it looks, how crappy this situation is. I will find a way. You know, y'all, people that are committed, people that are disciplined will find a way through whatever adversity they're going through. It doesn't matter what it is. And stop thinking that you're so special that your situation is so much more different than everyone else's. Y'all, while, while yes, your life has value and yes, you are valuable, you're not special. You're, 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 <laughs> your hardships are not, it, are not unique. So stop thinking they're unique. With the billions of people that are out there in this world, you guys, Chances are there's someone that has gone through something similar to what you've gone through. And chances are, you know, the majority of people may not, but the chances are there's at least one person who has gone through it with a victorious and winning mindset who has gone through it, who has overcome what they've experienced and then has gone through it better because of it. So stop telling me, stop telling yourself as well. I mean, you can tell me whatever you want, but like tell yourself the truth right? Do you quit at the first sign of adversity every time? Do you look for an out? Do you look for an excuse? Do you look for a way that you can skirt the work? Do you look for a way that you can take the easy route? Because if you do, I can promise you this, you're going to live a pretty crappy life, bro. You're going to live a, a life that is very unfulfilling. That is That lacks purpose. That lacks definiteness of purpose as well. You know, because here's why, because you're going to go through life drifting. You're not going to have a definite aim, a definite goal. Like, Let me give you a perfect example of this, you guys. There, in, in regards to relationships, I'm going to record a podcast about this soon. Um, in regards to relationships, right now I'm in such a place in my life where based on my past relationship and what I've learned is based on listening to different sermons and reading different books and whatnot, um, I, it, like getting closer to God, most importantly, I am <laughs> crystal clear on the exact type of woman I'm looking for, like characteristics, um, the things not only that I want, but things that God has shown me just based on a past relationship, things that I need as well. Not just things that I want, but things that I need. No rub on the, on the, on the ex, but it's like, Hey, just God showed me that. Hey, actually it was, it was actually pretty funny. There was a, uh, a word that got spoke to me, um, in, uh, October 31st of 20. Yeah. October 31st of 2019. Yeah. 2019. The first one was Isaiah forty three nineteen, which says, "You know, can you know? Can you not see I'm doing a new thing? I'm making ways in the in the desert, streams in the va- in the wasteland." Right. The second part of that word that was spoke to me by God through a friend of mine was, "Don't settle." And not to go into the specifics of that just yet, but like, 
I know based on words that God has spoke to me and as I've grown closer to him and as I've learned more and more, I know exactly what I'm looking for, right? And I bring that up to say, because I have that definiteness of purpose, I know exactly what to look for. But also here's the thing too, because I'm also in a place right now where I'm like, you know what? Because I, I also have a word from God that he spoke to me January 23rd of 2020 that said, trust me, I have the right one for you. Now, I can look at this. This is all tied together, by the way. This isn't just a random rant on relationships. But like, because of the word that God spoke to me, I can do one of two things, right, with that, right? Number one, I can say, trust me, I have the right one for you. Okay, well, you know what? Hey, if that word was truly from God, which I believe it was, I can rest on the fact that God does have an amazing woman for me in the future, right? But also, I can also look at it this way. What if that was a word that was just spoken to see how well I would steward that, right? How well I would actually steward and trust in the fact that God has my best interests in mind. And bro, first of all, I can already rely on the fact that he does have my best interest in mind simply because of the finished work of the cross, right? Homie gave his whole life for me and saved me from my sin that would, would put me in, you know, put me in, you know, the wrong standing with him because of that. He, through his grace and through his sacrifice, I now have eternal life with him in heaven, right? So that's a huge gift. And what's amazing, you guys, is just a side note, what's amazing as you pursue God more and more, your heart becomes more tender, at least what I've noticed more so, bro. Like I can be in worship, not even intending for this to happen and be worshiping God and just start crying, bro, because like, I'm just reminded of how good and how gracious he is. And it just gets me emotional every single time because I know I'm undeserving of it. I don't deserve it, but yet... He loves me just the same. And guess what? He loves you just the same. He wants that relationship with you. But anyway, so I can look on the fact that a word from him is like, hey, trust me, I have the right one for you. I can steward it, right? And if it never happens, well, hey, I'm going to continue pursuing my potential, continue, continue pursuing my, you know, my relationship with him, becoming the man he created me to be. Because here's the thing. If I'm doing that, and I find someone, right? I find a wife. You know, Proverbs eighteen twenty two says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. Well, then awesome, right? Then, hey, we go on and do great things together and, uh, you know, do great things for the kingdom. We impact lives in a positive way. We change more people. And, um, yeah, we make a difference, right? We make our lives count. But if I never find that, right? If I, if I never find a wife, if I die single the rest of my life, I don't think I will. But if I do, hey, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm still going to be pursuing my potential regardless. So in other words, my life will still be purposeful. It will still be definite and it will still be fulfilling because why? Because I'll have that definiteness of purpose in my life that will consistently help me keep pushing through whenever times get hard. Because dude, times are going to suck. Times are not going to be fun. But you know what? I'm going to keep showing up. Why? Because I cannot expect to live a life that will actually be worth remembering knowing the world was made better because I was here if I'm consistently throwing in the towel at the first sign of adversity. Y'all, if you're hopeful for the future, then you can continue showing up regardless of how crappy your life might look right now. Because here's the fact, y'all. Current situations do not dictate future success, right? Your business might be going really well right now, but if you fail to then do the things that you need to do on a consistent basis, you can't expect to, you know, win to win tomorrow on yesterday's up to bat. No, you gotta focus on winning the day every single day. But again, if you consistently are met with adversity and you consistently throw in the towel every time that adversity comes, how do you expect to ever get to the next level? Y'all, 
every adversity that we have is a necessary stepping stone along the pathway to success. And every adversity that you come through are the necessary prerequisites to you getting to that next level, right? Failure is a gift, you guys. Failure is such a blessing because why? Because it tells you what didn't work. If you're consistently going through different relationships with the same result, you know, you're dating the same jack wagon guy and you consistently get cheated on and you consistently get treated badly. Well, dude, wouldn't, wouldn't it make sense to do some soul searching and figure out, okay, where's, where do I, where's my blind spot here? What can I do to change here? You might say, well, no, it wasn't my fault. It was all these, all these goofballs that I dated. Okay. Well, who that you might, you might think that way, but who was the, what was the common denominator in all of those relationships? Oh, that's right. You were. So if you were the same person, you might've, you might've been different guys, but they were all kind of the same in a certain way, right? You need to change yourself first. That's the thing, y'all. That's the common denominator. If you want to change the world around you, you've got to change the world within you. But that's a huge blessing. And that's a huge, that's a great perspective to have as well. Whenever you realize that, hey, I can change the world around me by changing the world within me, right? If I'm consistently met with adversity and I continue throwing in the towel, why is that? Why do, why do I quit at the first time of adversity? You know, a lot of times, bro, it's because you might seem that you might feel like you're not, you don't deserve to be there anyway. So that adversity that you experience is just an indication that is more confirmation that you don't deserve to be there. You know, I can give it to you this way, man. Like whenever I first started growing qualified apparel, I went to my first trade show um, in August of 2018 or yeah, it was August 20. Wow. It's already been that long. Jeez Louise, that's cool, man. Um, we're, dude, we're already over 114,000 meals provided. It, God is good, man. But he'd be, he'd be great regardless if that was going well. But anyways, business is going great. We're changing lives, inspiring habits, making a difference, feeding families in America. It's awesome. But like my first trade show that I ever did at, um, at you know August 2018 in the Dallas Market Center, I admittedly felt like I didn't deserve to be there. Right. And there were people that came in my booth that really wanted to, that wanted to buy the product, right. They were sold on it. They were like, Hey, but they asked me a question. Hey, should I come, should I go ahead and buy now? Or should I go ahead and come back later? And for me, I just didn't feel good enough to be there anyways. I already felt inadequate. I didn't feel like I was, you know, deserved to be there. So I talked them out of the sale Y'all, that was an adversity that I that I had to work through. I couldn't just take that adversity and be like, well, yeah, you're right, Ryan. Your, your product's not good enough. And then stop growing the company. Stop learning how to sell. Stop making new designs, blah, blah, blah. Why? Because, dude, that's just a part of the process. I'm going. To, you're going to feel like you don't belong. You're going to feel inadequate. But you know what best serves you is by continuing to do the work on yourself to then grow that skill of confidence. If you don't feel like you deserve to be there, well, then chances are you don't feel confident. But if you're constant, but here's the thing: confidence isn't something you're born with, you guys. It's something that you are that you earn. It's something that you earn through showing up for yourself and through doing the things that you know you need to do. The more that you show, like for instance, I talked about this this recently. The more that I train and work to you know get faster, get become a better runner, become a better you know marathon runner, and qualify for the Boston Marathon, the more confident I am in my abilities to then perform on race day, right? So if people ever tell me, maybe jokingly, you know that hey you're not a good runner, blah blah blah, well I don't need to then show show them my splits. I don't need to then show them you know my uh, my paces and whatnot and show them how fast I am. No. 
I can just, first of all, I don't need to put value in their opinion. So if I stop putting value in their opinion and stop attaching significance to their opinion, well, then I don't value it. So why would I bother giving them the, the time of my day, right? So that's another pro tip. Stop giving your power away to people that in the grand scheme of things don't matter. But because I've been doing the work and I haven't been quitting whenever adversity has come, I now have that confidence to not feel insecure, to not feel like I don't belong. No, I am secure. I am confident. I know I I belong. Why? Because I've been doing the things that have helped me build that confidence in myself, right? For instance, if you go if you go to a party and you know they have you know you've been struggling with sweets right and you've been struggling with keeping your diet clean but you've been disciplined you've been doing the right things on a consistent basis to then make make a point of hey I don't eat those kind of things that's just not the kind of person I am anymore I don't do that sort of thing right so whenever your friends you know, offer you a beer or they offer you a cupcake or whatever have you kind of junk food that you don't want to eat. You don't have a struggle with that as much as you would before. Why? Because you've built that confidence, right? Or maybe you ate beforehand or you drank beforehand, drank some water or filled up your stomach. So that way you, as well, you don't, you don't want it on the, on the external, but also on the internal as well, because you don't have that desire for it. But again, that discipline for that is built. It's earned just like confidence, right? So if you find yourself consistently throwing in the towel once adversity comes, let me encourage you to push through. Let me encourage you to stay in the fight. Let me encourage you to keep working and keep showing up. Because here's the thing, you guys, life is not gonna get easier for you. Especially if you consistently quit every time you're met with a hard time. You're, how do you expect to ever fulfill your potential? How do you expect to ever live a life that's worth remembering? How do you expect to ever get to that next level if you're constantly throwing in the towel, constantly waving the white flag, constantly surrendering, constantly giving up whenever life gets hard? How do you expect to do that? I feel like my voice is cracked hard, but, but seriously, how do you expect to do that? How do you expect to get to the next level if you're consistently throwing in the towel every time? Y'all, adversities in life are the necessary prerequisites to getting to the next level in life. Welcome the adversity. Welcome the hard times. Whenever people make fun of you for not getting where you want to be, whenever people make fun of you for being overweight, maybe you are fat right now listening to this. Maybe people have been mean to you for that. You know what? Hey, their words might hurt and I get it. You know, people shouldn't be mean, shouldn't tear you down for that, but maybe you just might be fat, right? Tell yourself the truth and be like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to rub it in their face. And I know that I'm capable of more. I know that my body is worth being treated better than this. You know, it doesn't mean that you need to go on keto or go on, you know, vegan or whatever have you. But do you deserve to put, do you deserve to have a high quality of life every day? I think the answer to that question is yes. But that, again, that deserved is earned, right? you earn that crap. And then the more that you earn it, the better you feel about yourself. So then you start losing the weight. You start going for a run. You start going for a walk. You start going for, you know, and lifting weights and whatnot. You start pounding it out. You stop listening to the critics, but you also can as well. You start using that crap, that negativity as fuel, as fuel to the fire. And you're like, you know what? Hey, these people might say that thing about me, but you know what? I'm going to become the baddest version of me and I'm going to rub it in their face and I'm going to make them, <laughs> I'm going to make them eat their words, bro. And then, you know what will happen as well as a result of that, whether that's in your body and your finances, in your business and your relationships, your spirituality, whichever, if you put in effort on a consistent basis and you raise the standards of your life, you don't quit when adversity comes. You push forward even more. You fight even harder, even more when adversity comes. Cause here's a fact it's going to come. You know what also happens as a result of that? You then have the opportunity 
to inspire someone else with your life and your story and inspire them to be like, hey, dude, if it's possible for, you know, for Rachel, for Steve to raise their standards in my life, well, bro, they're no different than me. I'm going to do my, raise my standards, right? Dude, bro, I saw a buddy of mine today. His name is Ray. My man lost 25 pounds. You think that crap inspires me or does it dismotivate me or inspire me? No, that inspires me even more to keep working. So I'm like, bro, my man's doing, my man's doing great things. I actually sent him a text after church and I'm like, man, keep up the great work, dude. I love seeing that kind of stuff. Cause why? Because winners love to see other winners win. And you know what? You will never be a winner. You will never live a life that is fulfilling, that is contributing, that is purposeful if you consistently throw in the towel every freaking time that adversity comes. You'll get into a marriage. You'll find a great man. You'll find a great wife. And adversity comes, you want a divorce. Really? You can't work through it? You'll get into a diet plan and you'll fall back on your bad habits and you'll just eat the cake. Really? You're that weak? You're going to just gonna throw in the towel that quickly and give up on your dreams and goals? Why did you start in the first place? Why did you love that person in the first place? Why did you want to get married in the first place? You knew that the divorce, divorce rate is 50%. You knew that most people don't keep the promises they make to themselves. You knew, or at least you should have known, that it's going to be difficult going into it. So why are you giving yourself the out? Stop giving yourself the out, you guys. Stop giving yourself the opportunity to lax your standards and then go down levels. Your life was, was, you were created, y'all, regardless of your faith and your belief right now, my faith, Christianity, right? My relationship with Christ, I believe that God gave his all because he did give his all. We are not put on this earth to then squander our ability to do great things with our life. We're not put here to just squander it and just, uh, you know, piss it away simply because we don't want to do the work. No, we're made to do, we're we're created for greatness. We're wired for success, but society and cultural different you know pressures and whatnot program us for failure. Adversity is going to come, you guys. Understand that adversity is going to come. Hard times are going to come. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when, right? But if you know that going into it, you know it's going to be hard, and you welcome that. You know it's going to be challenging. You welcome that. The more that you show up on those times whenever you don't want to do it, the greater your confidence in yourself that you can do the hard things becomes, right? And y'all, it's not going to always be easy. It's not. There's going to be times even after you've built the confidence that you're still not going to want to do the work. But you know what? Even on those days, you do it anyway. You know, like to my run today, like I mentioned, like we started off with, I got to mile three and finally started feeling better. I got to mile four, got felt even better, right? I started doing my last 10 minute push, wasn't able to hold the pace that I wanted to hold, uh, but, but we still were able to have a great run overall, right? But that run would have never happened. That, that you know, that just, just more, you know, just more work that was accomplished, got some, got some great mileage in, that work would have never happened if I would have quit at the first sign of adversity. I'm like, dude, I can't breathe as good as I could. You know, I'm not hitting the paces that I want to hit, blah, blah, blah. If I quit right then, what good is that? Why not see what's on the other side of the unknown? You, you might not know how you're going to get through it victorious, but I can guarantee you, you're never going to find that out if you quit the first time of adversity, right? You might not know how you're going to work through. You know, maybe you just, maybe you're a new parent, right? Congratulations, by the way. You're not going to have it all figured out all the time, bro. But like the worst thing you can do is just quit and just stop learning and just stop growing and just stop, you know, trying to be the best that you can and give it your best every day. You're, you'll figure it out along the way sometimes, but you can't 
learn that you can't grow, you can't improve if you consistently throw in the towel every single time that it gets hard. Now we're born for adversity. We're born for hard times. Hard times are going to come. That's an inevitability. But those hard times are there to make us better, are there to make us grow. So if you get the courage to start, awesome, but keep going once you hit the hard times. That's where you grow. That's where you improve. If you want to live the life that you're qualified to live, that's what it's going to require. If you want to have a great body that you can look yourself in the mirror and be proud of, you want to have a great life that you don't that you don't need a vacation from. If you want to live, have a great business that's thriving and employing people and then making differences not only in your employees but in your life and everyone else's that that get your product. If you want to have a great great relationships, a great spirituality with your you know great spiritual connection with your creator, relationship with that. You're going, it's going to necessitate going through hard times, but welcome those hard times. Realize that those hard times are there to make you grow, are there to make you improve. So don't run away from them every time that they come because those hard times give you a lesson. They give you, they give you an education on what's not working. So then therefore you can have a different approach and then go forward even stronger and better because of it. So stop running away from them. They're there for you to make you better. So welcome them and keep moving forward. Y'all, that is the episode today. I trust you enjoyed it. By the way, um, the book that I read out of, I don't think I mentioned this, but the book I read out of earlier was called Outwitting the Devil, uh, The Secrets to Freedom and Success. It's by um, Napoleon Hill and it's annotated by Sharon Lecter. This is honestly, you guys, one of the greatest books of all time that I've ever read. Uh, I highly recommend you pick up a copy. Again, it's called Outwitting the Devil. You can find it on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Um, definitely recommend it. Change your life for the better. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please again, share it out with at least one person. Leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it as well. And uh, I will see y'all next time. Until then, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Have a great week. Hey, what's going on, Qualified Family? Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I trust you enjoyed the message. You know, with the Qualified brand, our mission is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. You know, ultimately, the life that you are qualified to live. You know, but it's not about just being qualified on our own. It's about the fact that God has created us with innate value and divine purpose to live for something bigger than ourselves. You know, a life, ultimately, that is fulfilling and brings glory and honor to Him. You know, so whether you've never had the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life, or maybe you were like me, you know, and you fell away, kind of did your own, kind of fell away from your faith and kind of did your own thing, I want to encourage you with this. And that is that Jesus still loves you and wants, dude, desires a relationship with you so badly as well. And here's the thing it doesn't matter how many times you've messed up. It doesn't matter how messed up your past is. It doesn't matter how many times you've missed the mark. It doesn't matter how many times you, you know, thought you're going to go one way and you went the other way as well. Your purpose still stands. Not only that, regardless of your past, the love of Christ for you still stands as well. You know, and that's the amazing thing, dude. I, I mean, I've made a point of sharing how crazy my past has been and how many times I messed up. And here's the thing. God is the God of second chances and not only second, but third, fourth, fifth, infinitely amount of chances, man. He just wants that relationship with you. So would you pray this prayer with me? Just repeat the following to say, Father God, thank you for the amazing work 
your son Jesus did. By dying on the cross and raising again. Forever making me righteous, complete, and free from the power of sin. I confess that Jesus is Lord of my life. Repent of and ask forgiveness for my sins. And fully surrender my life to you. Use me to make your kingdom great. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, first of all, I am so dang excited for the decision that you just made. And I got to tell you this as well. It says in Luke 15, verse 10 in the Amplified Translation, that there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So what does that mean to right now? There's a dang party going on in heaven, bro. <laughs> like everyone's going crazy. They're like, hey, this girl, this guy just gave their life to Christ and made the best decision of their life. So seriously, I'm super happy for you and excited for that decision you made. So two things. Number one, I got to tell you, you got to recommend that you need to get a Bible and start reading the New Testament, reading about the life of Christ as well. So whether you download the Bible app off the iTunes store or, you know, for Android, and start reading it there or you know definitely recommend either the amplified translation or the new living translation or even the new king james as translation as well or if you get a, t a physical bible as well and start reading that's great but just make sure you start reading and you're reading the new testament learn about the life of christ and go from there and start growing that in that relationship and spending time with them second of all there's a special page that I made specifically for this as well on Qualified Apparel's website. That link for that is down below in the description. And it just takes you to some resources that I highly recommend that you get. Books that I've read, um, with the exception of one, there's one called, uh, what is it, Disciplines of a Godly Woman. Clearly haven't read that one. But <laughs> I, uh, I, the other ones I highly recommend, and they're super powerful. This some great resources that will help you grow, help you improve, and just go deeper in your relationship with Christ as well. So, dude, so happy for you. And if you need anything, definitely feel free to reach out. Uh, Thequalifiedpodcast at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Y'all, have an amazing day. Until next time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.